I'm going to have to get myself a second lawnmower 2.0 because that thing is a smooth trimmer. I'm I I'm I'm soon going to be retired from the Air Force. I'm going to have to keep a beard clean and yeah. I'm just going to I'm going to need to I think I'm going to get a second one. So I'll have I one for here and one for there. <laughs> but yeah, you can head out to manscape.com, get your 20% off. Uh, and free shipping. Just use the ca- the code REF. That's R as in REF, E as in F, and F as in F for that 20% and free shipping. We're here on the cool down. Uh, you might have caught our video that we posted on Monday, which was our QB1 press your luck. Oh, and man. It, it was Sam Howell's turn on the, on the uh, rotation, uh, which is what we're hearing now that Ron and Marty, they're going out on this offensive coordinator search and they're telling people Sam Howe is going to be QB1. What do you make of that, Trev? Man, I think it's <laughs> it's it's embarrassing to say, but smart, I guess. Hmm. Um, you're kind of because it's a strong possibility that Sam Howe is going to be QB1, no matter if they do bring a vet in or not. They're going to have to bring in somebody else to back them up or whatever competition. Um, and it's kind of narrow, narrowing down your search for OC to see if they can fit your system in your quarterback rather than going to get the sexy name, as Stoner mentioned earlier, to see if they can just come in and work wonders because of his name and his resume and other places. Um, but at the same time, it's, I mean, it's they're just doing their due diligence. I mean, what, what are you supposed to do? <laughs> you know? What am I supposed to say? Well, I don't know. I mean, I like it. Just, I think that's what they're going to end up doing. I, yeah, because I they're they're stuck. They are so mm-hmm. stuck that we're we're so happy about the sale of this team, and yet the sale of this team is going to ruin the 2023 season in yeah. so many different ways when it comes to Maybe. coaching and and players and all of that. Because you just don't know what's going on. Who's writing the checks and uh-huh. and you know who you can go after and you, you know they have their budget meeting I guess earlier this week and. And it's Did not they budget I, for the wasn't players, canceled. Man, they got canceled. No, it wasn't canceled. It was they still had it. They just weren't having the press conference about it. Mm, that's but they still had the meeting. But it's still how much are you willing to spend for an offensive coordinator? Are you yeah. willing to go over you know certain taxes so that you can get certain players? You know, like on Lamar Jackson, are you willing to spend thirty percent of your salary cap on one player? for a quarterback and things. So because of the sale, I think it's going to be very, very basic on who they're going to sign and all of that. So it's probably going to be Sam Howell and a retread behind him. And Jake Fromm is your, your number three guy. Stoner got himself in a little bit of trouble on Twitter with Jake Fromm. We'll talk about that probably later. Uh, I do want to clarify some of the, the, uh, the, the, comments that we're getting to T, uh, TJ in there, Caleb in there uh, mentioning Sam Howell as the only QB on the roster, technically not correct, but it does hint towards the fact that Carson Wentz is going to be cut for that cap money, which is the intelligent thing to do. Uh, and Jake Fromm is on the roster too, by the way, he's on the 90 he, man. He's he's yeah, okay, he's, he's not on the he 53. Signed to a future contract right. is what, what it was. So, <laughs> so he yeah. is on realistically. <laughs> Sam Howell is, the only QB up for competition for QB one right now. Yeah. So I, I agree that it makes sense that you, I don't know that I want 
it to be forced, right? I don't want to be telling the offensive coordinator that this is definitely going to be your QB one. Right. So if you can't work with him, then right. then you're out. But it should be, hey, look at this guy. We want him in a QB1 competition. What could you do with him? Sure. That's what I would like to – that's what I'm hoping the conversations are like because I don't know too many people, like you said, Stoner, when you're talking about there's the sale of the team that's happening, so this could be a one-year rental that that you're taking as far as an offensive coordinator. Who wants to move their family – and their livelihood to Washington, D.C. for what could just be one year if a new owner comes in and, and cleans house. house right? you know? um, yeah, that's what I'm saying. And, 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 then, and then also betting on, like, okay, I'm going to have to take this fifth-round, second-year player who's got one game under his belt through 19 passes, completed 11, 11 of them. It, is this really worth it to make that move? Mm-hmm. Which is why I think you are seeing a lot of those retreads as far as the names. I mean, you are we had probably one of the top ones that I think a lot of people were kind of ex, uh, excited about, and this is a retread, and that's Bevel has stepped away, said he's not going to take a coordinator uh, position. So I don't know where they're going to go with the OC thing. We're going to talk a little bit more about that. But as far as the QB one aspect and saying that Sam Howell is going to be it, I do think it's smart in some regards. I just hope that they're doing it in the smart way. Well, yeah. what's, that, what's that mean? What's the smart way? Is again, is, 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 saying that, is saying that he's don't make him don't crown him QB one. Mm-hmm. Saying this guy is going to be in the QB conversation. This guy is going to compete. You know, we might not go after a Lamar Jackson. We might not be going after, um, you know, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, if he's available. We're not going to be, you know, going up and and getting C.J. Stroud. So you're going to have Sam Howell, Baker Mayfield, Andy Dalton, you know, one of the, you know, Teddy Bridgewater. You're going to be having one of these guys, but more than likely Sam Howell is going to win out your QB battle. What can you do with them? I think Mm -hmm. that's a smarter way of doing it than being like, Hey, if you come in here, I'm going to force you to play Sam Howe. Because who's taking that job? Mm. Who, who, who's honestly going to take that job? Now, I will say the flip side of that, Stoner, to your argument of, you know, with all, everything going on, and Trev, I want you to answer this for me, is what happens if they get the right offensive coordinator? Sam Howe ends up being, like I said, this projected first-round pick that we hear so much about, and they go, you know, 13 and 4. Oh, next boy. season. And, and do, I mean, does the, even with the new owner, do you think Probably. the new owner is going to fire a coach that went 13 and four and Sam Howe's looking like the real deal and this offensive coordinator who's no longer a one year rental? You know, what, what, no. what happens in that situation? Then you, <laughs> you, you gotta, you gotta ride, I guess, right? Do you, I mean, I don't know. Do you, I mean, that kind of forces you in at least one more year with Ron Rivera because he's had, Seven wins, seven wins, and eight wins. Then he goes thirteen wins. He was NFC's champion his first year here. Uh, I don't Why know. Are you talking about fairy tales? Because it's yeah, it's a possibility. No, right. I think that they're doing this too early. Also, because I think that Sam Howell is legit a strong, strong possibility for being QB one. They get an OC in here to work with him now during the, during the off season get him acclimated as QB1 going into the OTAs and training camp, getting him as much development as he can early enough rather than waiting until 
the new I don't know. It's this this organization just leaves me saying I don't know right now. I just don't know. Because they could have waited a couple of weeks to fire Scott Turner. They they didn't even wait to the playoffs to start and they got rid of Scott Turner and said, Hey, our Sam Howe's gonna be QB one. That's that's really fast and really forward. Well, you right know, I after, think you have to do that so that you have a shot at people who are available. If but you wait right. a couple of weeks, then all these guys are are going to have jobs. But see, but and that's yeah. why because then now it's like, oh well, then they just lost. Who just fired their offensive coordinator? The Chargers. After mm-hmm. we've already put out this, like, hey, this da da da. Mm-hmm. We I think we still moved a little too fast because there's still people who are going to lose their jobs. I don't. Byron Byron Leftwich could lose his job still. Okay. Um, right. Dan right. Quinn, like I know it's not offense, but like there's still coordinators out there that are interviewing and could still be fired or released after. Yeah. A couple weeks have passed. So I just feel like maybe we kind of jumped the gun just a little bit. Yeah. But you have yeah, to at I mean, the same time. I, I don't know that there's anyone out there currently. Who who would be an offensive coordinator that you'd want that's currently employed no by a team? Well, there might would, be. Would, would get fired. Would, I'm, he, he's saying that there's oh. people who are, who are going to be released. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think that the list they put out might include – uh, I'd have to double check. Might include some people who are on playoff teams right now. Obviously, Bevel mm-hmm. was one of them who who turned the commanders down. So those aren't people who are getting fired, though. Trev, it sounded like you're talking about people who are getting released, like maybe a left witch that mm-hmm. uh, you look out for that one. I don't know that there's any offensive coordinators that would get ever, canned. Other than left witch. Yeah, other than left witch. And, and even then, I think that's a mistake. Who was the coordinator for um, the Chargers? That was a dumb move, I think. In my Lombardi. Opinion. Lombardi. Oh God! Yeah. Please don't bring Lombardi here. <laughs> they score points. Please don't. I like the name. Tonight. I think yeah, it's it's a great name. It's, <laughs> he's got a great. Name. He he he's been bouncing around yeah. as an offensive coordinator, and in, in every offense that he runs, that just doesn't seem to get the job done. So I, he, I tough. You know, one of the things yeah. about about Sam Howell is that, in uh, and we keep talking about Sam Howell, and I'm really mm-hmm. down on uh, Sam Howell and. Left, which was not fired yesterday. Yeah, I was about to say I, the, the reports. Yeah, the reports that they're going to let him go, but it's not. So yeah, just making sure. We, yeah, red but, um, there and then, the whole so. Sam Howell thing is: look, the kid's got talent. Okay, the kid has everything that you want in a in a quarterback in terms mm-hmm. of physical ability. Right, mm-hmm. we don't know what his ability is to read defenses and change plays and find open guys and go through progressions. We don't know that. There's no way of knowing that until he actually goes out there and plays. I'm just going with the odds, right? And and the odds are in my favor. Right? Oh. <laughs> if we were playing a game, right, and I showed you that 85% of the time I'm going to win, right, you you would take me over the 15%, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and the 85% is, is the number of quarterbacks – who do not succeed, who are drafted in the fifth round or later. There's, And I'm making up a number, but you know what I'm saying is that it's, it's a very high number. 85% right. of quarterbacks drafted in fifth round or later don't become franchise quarterbacks. It's probably mm-hmm. even higher than that. I'm just making up that number. So that's, I'm just going with the odds. I hope he becomes that guy that we're all <laughs> that we all want him to be. I just don't, I just don't see it. Oh, I. That's that's all I'm saying with Sam Howell, in terms of I him. Being, it, but but I do see him on game one next year. Yeah, 
possibly being the starting quarterback. No, I would bet good. money against it, though. I would bet money against it. We can't do this retread thing. We can't. Because well, retread then, is probably going to come in and beat him out. He probably well, we can't. Well, so that's the thing, because if we get a retread, and the retreads that are probably going to be listed, they're going to want some money. And we got new ownership coming in. And once again, they didn't pick that guy. So then we have to go through it all over again and let go of a, of a savvy veteran and and get rid of it and lose a whole bunch of money. A, because... You can get a Teddy Bridgewater on a. On a we don't want a damn Teddy Bridgewater. Sam Howell's better than Teddy Bridgewater. That's what no, I'm saying. Not. No, he's yeah, not. Yes, he Teddy Bridgewater is a billion times better quarterback. Oh, oh you got oh. to be right now, right now. Oh. Teddy two gloves. The man mm-hmm. wears gloves. The potential. Is the ceiling is much stop higher it. than Sam Howell? Stop you! But stop Teddy it. Bridgewater is stop ten it. times the quarterback that stop Sam Howell is. You're right killing now. me, man! You're stop killing me. Right this now. is worse you than your Jake stop. Fromm question. Yeah, this is uh, yeah. The this the, the <laughs> offensive coordinator search. Uh, by the way, by a lot of people keep saying the Byron Byron left, which was fired. He he. I'm I'm scouring the internet right now. He's not fired. There's, he's not. He has not been fired officially. Um. The I, I agree. Uh, any mid quarterback, Teddy Bridgewater, Baker Mayfield, any of these guys, I honestly and I said this in in our, on our Monday video, right? And I, this yep. is our, in my short. Sam Howell's going to beat them out for Thank QB you. one. He's Thank going you. to do it. And this Thank is a Stoner. You can think not in a fair fight. Yes, yeah, it is a fair fight. No, he's, it won't. It won't be a fair uh, fight because you want. The young guy. I was about to say, in Stoner's defense, it's it's going to be because it, it, even if he's not one, he's Steady Bridgewater's not that much better than Sam Howell. Uh, you have that. you have more experience watching Teddy Bridgewater in the NFL. <laughs> I really can't believe he said that on our channel. I, Alex Smith, I'm surprised. This is why we have we have 75 watchers right now. I guarantee you, our likes right now are in like the 20s because of that comment right there. People can't like like that. that. Don't even miss Alex the Pro Bowler. Has Teddy V been a Pro Bowler? No. Keep going, Nathan. I like Teddy Bridgewater for the record. I liked him a little bit more before the injury. I thought that when that kind of derailed his group. But that we're not talking about Teddy Bridgewater specifically. We're going to probably have a whole video about that in the press. Press your luck. The (laughs) <laughs> when it comes to Sam Howell, you're right, Stoner. He he, it's going to be a little bit of an unfair fight. They are leaning right. towards him, and so he doesn't have to be, uh, you know, a hundred times better than Teddy Bridgewater. He just needs to be on par with Teddy right Bridgewater, here. and they're going to go to Sam Howell. That's right. And and That's I believe right. Sam Howell is legitimately just going to beat out a lot of the mid tier QBs that you're going to have. Metaphor saying I just unlike the video. Yeah, that that was a wild take. Metaphor. Just know. In the comment section, because we usually get some comments afterwards, and I haven't done this yet, but glasses here uh, was on his own. Uh, <laughs> there was a comment on our, our video Monday. They called him glasses, and I was rolling. It was, was two. It was yeah. two that called him glasses. But yeah, seriously, I was rolling. Can y'all hit that like button, please? I, yeah, do you hit the hit like button? button. Get back. Getting back to the conversation here. Yeah. Let's. Uh. Uh-huh. Sam Howe, QB1, that's what we're looking at right now. That's what people are saying. That's what we talked about in the video. I have him as number three. Stoner had him as five. And Trev, who likes the guy, had him all the way at eight, uh-huh. um, which yeah. I thought was interesting. But we're going to have to go through more of that press your luck to see exactly why he ended up on eight on Trev's. Um, but I have him as three because I do think he's going to be better than a lot of those other mid-quarterbacks. Now, a lot of that is dependent on that offensive coordinator. Uh-huh. and. Stoner, you did the the work here to look mm-hmm. at 
who the commanders are interviewing, yeah. their age and their experience. Why don't you run no, that no, down for not, us? No, I didn't look at who they're interviewing and their age and all that. Uh, you can look at that. They're all a bunch of retreads. Mm-hmm. What I did is I looked at the the eight NFL teams that are left. Uh, okay, that's what you did. Okay, just to get an idea. I'm not saying that the commanders are going to sign, you know, pull these guys away. That's insane. I'm not saying that. But I, just to give an idea of the eight teams that are left, what do their offensive coordinators look like? Okay. okay? So you've got, um, first of all, San Francisco, again, is – Kyle is Shanahan. an anomaly. They're they're out there. They don't even have officially an offensive coordinator. It's Kyle Shanahan, and Kyle Shanahan. He's only forty three years old, and this is his fifth offensive coordinator job. If you count this as an offensive coordinator job, okay. that's pretty crazy, by the way, right? Kyle Shanahan. It's his fifth different OC job. But anyway, it's the reason why I think Scott Turner is going to be successful. By the way, I yeah, know we exactly. talked about it a little bit when, when we talked about him being fired. He's eventually going to earn his way back into an offensive coordinator position, yeah. and he will be successful. I agree. I totally agree with that. Eric Bieniemy is the elder statesman. He's 53 years old, okay? But this is his first time ever being an NFL offensive coordinator, okay? He was never an offensive coordinator before. For the what Bills. What was he last year? Huh? What was he last year? I'm saying this job he has now. Yeah, that that he Most words this a little weird. It's his first offensive coordinator job. Yes, he's had it for years, but yeah, this was the first year. time. So he okay. he's not not a retread in the sense that that uh he hasn't know, been he's on a second or third. Another team. Okay. Okay. Ken Dorsey is 41 years old for the Bills, right? Former, former, this former is the first team. time he's ever been an offensive coordinator. And okay. this is his first year being an offensive coordinator. Right. Brian Callahan, who I believe is for the Bengals. Okay. He's 38 years old. And this is the first time he's ever been an offensive coordinator. Now it's his fourth year doing it, but he's this is the first time he's ever been an OC. Press right Taylor. Cincinnati, by the way. Press Taylor. Help me out with uh, which team he's. He might be Jacksonville. You didn't put this in your notes? Uh, he's not Jacksonville. Who is he for? He is Jacksonville Jaguars. He is Jacksonville. Offensive coordinator. He's 35 years old. It's his first time ever being an offensive coordinator, and it's his first year doing it. And look what he did with Trevor Lawrence this year. Uh, and Peterson, and Peterson probably had. I was about to say it. Peterson. His, that's a situation, <laughs> I think, that's similar to San Francisco, or even Kansas City, and that's what we're hearing a lot. And this is why Benemy's not being picked up as a head coach. Mm-hmm. Is he doesn't call plays. He's fighting with the players, or his play calling is questionable. And so yeah. um, it, it, I, I think that while Press Taylor might be very good on his own, I'm definitely not saying he's not because Mike McDaniels, I think, is a is a great play caller, and he mm-hmm. was under Shanahan. Uh, but yep. these these guys, the, some of these guys are getting assistance from their offensive minded coaches. Mike Kafka, who is the OC for the Giants, okay, came with uh, Dayball from the Bills. He's mm-hmm. thirty five. This is mm-hmm. the first time he's ever been an offensive coordinator. He was the quarterbacks coach. And as Dayball was the uh, OC, already getting head coaching looks too. So it's his first year, and it's his first time being an OC. Kellen Moore for Dallas, right? Yeah. He's thirty-four years old, right? This is the first time he's ever been an OC. Now he's been the OC for four years, but still, it's the first time he's ever been an OC. He went from the playing field 
to the offensive coordinator, I believe. Yeah, he was maybe a quarter. He was a backup quarterback, and then know, he went to the offensive coordinator. But maybe he went one year as quarterbacks coach or something. I don't know, mm-hmm. but but still. And then Shane Steichen, I believe, is his name for the Eagles. Eagles. He's thirty-seven. Now he this is his look. second time being an offensive coordinator, uh, but he was one year with the Chargers, I believe, in twenty twenty before they blew out uh, Anthony Lynn and and that squad, I believe, or he may have been with. Uh, Brandon Staley. But anyway, these are all young, innovative people who have moved up through the ranks and become offensive coordinators for what? For teams that are trying to get to the Super Bowl, the last Mm -hmm. eight teams left. That's what I want Washington to do. That's not what Washington's going to do. No, because uh, because of who our head coach and, and front office is. They're all a bunch of old fogies. That are living in the '80s and '90s when they played ball. Yeah, Kirk yeah. said that today on Pat McAfee. All these coordinators that all these teams that are left, they have coordinators that are bringing innovative systems from college and mm-hmm. other leagues and this and that. Right. While you have people like Scott Turner and who are you still using the same offense that they were, that was successful back in Norv Turner's days, this and that, and sure. trying to implement it in today's games, it's it's not working. It's a new so game. You, it's a new game. You need a young, offensive, innovative mind. Right. And that's that's where the head coaches are going, and that's where the OCs are going. Yes. Let's look at all these successful coaches now, and, and the head coaches even. I was about to say the, re- the remaining, yeah, the remaining playoff Reed head coaches. Peterson. Uh, yeah. you, you have Peterson, who's an offensive coach. Andy Reid, who's an offensive coach. Uh, Dayball offensive coach, mm-hmm. Serrani offensive coach, Zach mm-hmm. Taylor offensive coach, Mike <laughs> McCarthy offensive coach, Kyle Shanahan offensive coach, the lone member on the defense side of the ball as far as coming up from the ranks to mm-hmm. become a head coach is Sean McDermott mm-hmm. as a defensive mind. Everybody else is an offensive mind. Yep. Yeah, there, that's there, that's there. what it that's what it that's, takes nowadays. Mm-hmm. It takes that offensive minded coach the young offensive-minded coordinators and quarterbacks coaches, and what does it take, of course? It takes quarterback. But it's all got to meld together. People said it all year. The game has passed Rivera by. Yeah, dude. Say it, but it has. Back then, you had stud, you had more stud running backs than than pass catchers. You had the right, Walter right. Payton, the Franco Harris, the John Riggins, the Barry Sanders. Now you have the Justin Jeffersons, the Devontae Adams, the Jamar Chases, the – Terry Ter- 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 McLaurin, the John Dotsons. And then you and have like crazy a, tight ends that yeah. are just sick athletes nowadays. And now and now your best running back is like Jonathan Taylor, who could be a slot receiver. Like you your know, best running back is your quarterback. Exactly. <laughs> so Daniel Jones and Jalen Hurts. Yep, the game has and passed them by. And, and yeah, yeah. Until we have a new front our coaching regime or staff, it's probably gonna be nothing but oldies and goodies again. Yep. Yep. Unfortunately, that's just kind of the way it is. So, so let's talk real quick about who they're looking at. And you guys okay. are talking about a lot of these retreads. What are some yep. of the names that are being, you know, thrown out there? Obviously, uh, Shermer's being one of them. Wow. A lot of people are thinking it's going to be him or Zampezi. Mm. Uh, where, where are we at with the names as far as you know who they're interviewing? Do you got a list handy on that one, uh, Stoner? Do we got to yeah, look they, that one up real quick? They've got. Um, they interviewed already Pat Shermer. Right. Mm-hmm. He's 57 years old. He's a 23 year NFL coaching vet. You know, he's he's been a head coach. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, you know, he comes from the Giants. His, his father was a was a um, head coach. I think he was a head coach, but he was a 
coordinator for probably 40 years. So, you know, he's part of the good old boy network that's always mm-hmm. going to get looks everywhere. Um, let's see who else uh, already. Zampezi has an interview, but has not. He did oh, no, it today. Did today. That's right. Mm-hmm. Ken Zampezi, again, you're talking about his dad, Ernie Zampezi, was a longtime uh, assistant coach throughout the league, and he's part of the good old boy network. Um, so you had him, and then you've got Charles London, who was who is the um, quarterback's Falcons. coach for the Falcons, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, he did a pretty decent job with turning – Mariota into a decent running quarterback. He, he catered to his skills is what he did. He catered to his skills, right? So I don't know. And that would fit and your bill as far as uh, he, he's 47. Yeah. Um, he would fit your mold as a first time offensive coordinator because he's, mm-hmm. you know, he's been a running backs coach, mm-hmm. a quality control coach and offensive assistance, running back coach, and now a quarterback coach. So he's not, not, been given the reins of an offense just yet yeah so maybe that fits your mold maybe not as young as some of the other ones you've listed there okay. um, yeah. but uh, you know at least it's a first-time coordinator it's seeing something different maybe going into the mold like you said a lot more rpos a lot more use of the the qb as a running back and in, in the but, shorter pass well, because he had to right because he didn't have uh you know an, a strong arm quarterback that's Last true. year, he was the quarterback's coach. He had Matt Ryan. They yeah. were throwing the ball. And, and what happened? He got Matt Ryan a nice, hefty bag. <laughs> That's right. So, I mean, he did. So he 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 has some... Um, some Experience. Experience at taking what he's got and turning it into success. Yeah. Not much success, but offensive success. Right. Maybe not team success. But he did well with Ryan and Ryan's last year. And he did well with uh, Mariota in the, you know, he changed the offense, like you said, to cater to his team's needs. So there's, he's got that going for him, I guess. Who's that Stutzville guy that's on the list? Yeah. I, I, I looked him up a little bit. I don't know a whole lot of, about him. Was it Eric Stutzville? Something yeah, like Eric Stutzville, I believe is his name. You know, he's the running backs coach for the dolphins, I believe. Yeah. Mm. So, you know, he's got, He's got a nice a passing little... game coordinator. I thought how old is he? What I was okay, right. He might be. How old is he? He is fifty-five. <sighs> no, next. So he's another old guy. And I think. Um, oh, Marcus Brady. Brady is the guy from the. Who is that? Who's Marcus Brady? I know it's Joe Brady, but who's Marcus, Marcus Brady? Brady? I have not heard Marcus Brady, but I can look him up real quick. Now, Joe Brady hasn't had as much success without Joe Burrow, right? Exactly. So you know. It's it's again it's I always go back to the '90s Cowboys team, right when they were just the greatest team I ever saw. They were they won three Super Bowls in four years, I believe it was right or three and five, something to that effect. Was it because Troy Aikman was great, or was it because the offensive line was great, or was it because Emmett was great, or was it because the receivers were great, or was it because North Turner called a great offense, or was it because Jimmy Johnson was a great? Co- you know what I mean? They all just kind I'm gonna of save you some together. trouble. It was the offensive line being good because Emmett Smith ran for like three yards a carry. Uh Troy Aikman had pedestrian numbers by even then standards. He was he was a winning quarterback. He was like Alex Smith before Alex Smith. He was winning yeah. games or Jimmy Garoppolo. He's winning games, but he's not exactly the guy who's who's winning the games. He's not 
throwing for 400 yards on a routine basis. Uh, I will give the wide receivers their credit. They were pretty good. Irvin uh, uh, was pretty good. But Here's yeah. one. Marcus Brady as the uh, Philadelphia Eagles offensive consultant. The Jets are trying to get him as a, a offensive coordinator. They interview him too. He's 43. He's also he was Colts offensive coordinator 21-22, the quarterback's coach 19 to 20, assistance quarterback's coach in 2018. Carson, so he has some experience with Carson Wentz. Great. Let's bring that guy in. And Jalen Hurts and Jalen Hurts offensive offensive yeah. consultant. Can, you know what? I can promise I guarantee you this. Whoever they hire is not going to excite you. I guarantee you that. Or oh, you know, no. when I say you, I mean the fan base. In general, yeah. It's not going to you're going you're not going to be like, "Oh, oh yeah. yeah, this offense is going to be awesome." I it's think like a Charles like, London okay. might it's not going to excite, we'll but it's at least All a right. wait and see. If it's a Shermer a Zampezi, then I agree. I think a lot of people are going to be very disgusted. I will ask for people to hold off. Let's see what they do here. Uh, I mean, you have, uh, you know, Joe Brady, who was an off, not Joe Brady, uh, who am I thinking of? Awful defensive coordinator for us with Green Bay. Why Joe is Barry. his name? Oh, Joe Barry. Joe Barry. Yeah, yeah. Joe Barry, awful defensive coordinator with us. All of a sudden, turned Green Bay's defense into something worth playing. Yeah, no and joke. and so I mean, you never know. And that's the thing with the retreads is sometimes that second time, right? We're saying Scott Turner, second time offensive coordinator, might no. be you know much better than what he was here. So was he offensive coordinator in Carolina? He, yeah, I guess he was brought on. I'd have to double check. I don't think it's important because he's no longer employed and he's not one we're looking at right now. Uh, I I loved this from Michael, so I'm going to share it even with our audio listeners. Uh, Michael says, give me someone who does not run the marijuana offense. Puff, puff, pass. Yeah, that'd be that'd be preferable is uh, don't get stuck into that one. And I think this question from Tommy T deserves to to be taken a look, you know, deeper look into. We talked about Ron Rivera and this game passing him by and he wants to do this. Is is the game not the same as when Ron had Cam Newton? No. Quarterbacks his size coming out and moving like that was a rarity at that time. I think so, it's still and, rare. I, don't, I still don't well, think you have a six five mobile I quarterback. I mean Josh Allen, but I think that's kind of when outside of Vic when the RPO was invented. So now the RPO has been invented. Now you got to move past that and and be more innovative with the RPO rather than just line it up speed option or like a you know what I'm talking about. So I think it has changed a little bit because defenses have gotten faster. They know how to play these bigger, stronger quarterbacks. Now you got to be more creative on how to get that quarterback out in the space rather than just lining him up and running him a fake pitch and go. I think it's changed. I, I well, would say on the, on the Vic point there, uh, I don't think they really ran that many RPOs oh, with Vic. It was, right? like Vic, Vic was designed run. It, well, it was that, and it was also designed runs. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that if Michael Vick was around after RPOs became kind of like you remember when the Wildcat became popular, yeah. doing the Wildcat, <laughs> and then everyone figured out how the Wildcat worked, and then the mm-hmm. Wildcat trans trans you know formed into RPOs. Like you needed yep. a legitimate passer back there. Yep. Um, I think if Michael Vick was around. You know, now if like if you get Michael Vick, 20, you know, 22 year old Michael Vick in injected in this now. league, oh Lord almighty. 
yeah. we like as much as we f- we admire what uh, um, Lamar, what Jackson. Lamar Jackson, what Justin Fields did this year. I I just think Vic would just absolutely destroy you know pl- uh, the league even more more so than what he yeah, did when sure. it, when RPOs weren't as common. Mm-hmm. Mm. I RP- just think it's the best RPO. I'm, there's kind of a there's kind of a misnomer with RPOs and because there's RPOs and then there's read option. Yeah, because RPO is you might pass it. Read option Run, is you're option. running it. You just don't know who's running it, whether it's yeah, the quarterback or running back. Yep. So we kind of get those mixed up, and RG three was running read option. He wasn't. He wasn't doing, doing RPO. That wasn't. That really wasn't even a thing yet. And he also wasn't a big stock quarterback though. He was fragile, yeah. small receiver built. Yeah, he was just fast as a sun bitch. Yeah, and I love watching him play. Oh boy, was it fun? Who was the coordinator then? Oh, that's a Kyle Shanahan one. Oh yeah, of course he was. Yep. Yeah. Because remember, Kyle's. Kyle changed the offense after they were two and six. They said, we got to run. Robert, you got to run. That's the talent. Run the effing ball. And then they took off. Okay, so here's a question. Does it really matter who the offensive coordinator is if our head coach is a defensive-minded head coach? Yes. If Ron Ron trusts that person to run the offense – then yes, if Ron, if Ron, which what a lot of people are saying in the comments and what could be the case, if Ron and Marty go in and be like, no, you're going to run this, this ball two times to every one pass, then it matters a little less. I'm asking because seven out of the eight teams left are all led by offensive minded head coaches, right? Except for one. Right, and the one who is not has is always just right there and just just not make it, and that's Sean McDermott. Right, so, it's also just Buffalo's luck, right? Like yes. Well, I we mean, have no, our dark clouds. That's, they that's, have that's, that's what I'm getting at. If we want to be these teams that are still playing in January, is it really matter if you're off if your head coach is offensive minded or defensive minded? Seriously, I th- I think it does in this day and age. The rules are built to make offenses score more points. And so get offensive guys running your whole teams. Get get guys who understand that. So that understand what that's, it takes. Get yeah. offensive minded folks. That's what I'm reading. Will the offensive coordinator really matter as much as long as the, you know what, Trip? This year it won't. This is going to be such a lost, mm-hmm. sort of warped year that I just don't think it's going to matter who it is because they're right. not going to be here the following year. Yeah. They know it. Ron knows it. Everybody <laughs> knows it. You know it. I know it. Nathan knows it. We all know it. It's just going to be a one year. It's right. definitely going to be interesting. And as far as the offensive mind coach, I I agree with both of you. I mean, if you look at the the scores from wild card weekend 41 to 23 31 to 30 34 to 31 31 to 24 24 <laughs> to 17 31 to 14 washington averaged less than 20 points a game mm-hmm. you know pretty much for two seasons in a row they're not winning any of these games <laughs> not 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 a single one of these games would 20 points earn them a victory right and in no. fact, 20 points, even if they got to 20 points, they only beat two teams on this one, the Ravens and the Buccaneers. 
Every it other broke. team scored more than 20 points. I'm yeah. tired of being the freshman who won't get asked to the dance. We got to be able to go to the dance with the juniors and the seniors, guys. I don't want all of our classmates to be invited to go and we can't go. Okay. Well, you know what? If you want to get invited, stop uh, drafting defensive players in the first round year after year after year. Which leads me back to my question of having a defensive minded head coach. Right. Exactly. If he's your if he's your personnel guy. But you don't well. understand, Stoner. It takes three to five years to turn around a franchise, right? We're in That's year what... four, right? Okay, here we yeah, go. We're here in we year go. four. We're getting there. It's all year, baby. It's all year. You can't judge them just by wins and losses. So and who do you to... want? Who do you want as offensive uh, coordinator? Who do you are, want? Available or not available? Um, available. Uh, yeah, one, like one of the ones they're interviewing or one that's available. Unfortunately, Bevel was was yeah. quickly rising up the I'm list. I'm throwing Byron Leftwich out there because he probably he might get fired. So if he, he's on the fence okay, against or not, Byron Leftwich, let's see what he can do with a young quarterback as offense coordinator. You know, I mean, he had Jameis. Do, do, you, do you think that there's any worry that his success in Tampa Bay was was because Bruce Arians was was also there? We talked about some of these coaches kind of, you know, in, you know, kind of being a part mm-hmm. of that offensive game plan. And now Bruce Arians steps up to the the front office, and Bry- Byron Leftwich didn't necessarily have that great of a year. Todd uh, Bowles is not a good head coach. Love the man, but he's not a great head coach. That that's that's. So he probably brought a whole different philosophy in for Byron to teach Tom. Well, you because know, I'm twenty five, but this was I the believe worst. Brady had the most pass attempts in the NFL this year. He did. He 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 yeah. he had the most pass attempts ever. Uh, obviously, it's a 17 game season, so it adds a little bit there. And he also had the most completions. Uh, he yeah. still, Tom Brady still threw for like 4,000 yards. I mean, a, a lot of people are saying that he had a down year. And yes, there was definitely a lot of bad games in there. But uh, statistically speaking, he was still uh, an above average quarterback. You know how many, so. you know how many he threw in that game against Dallas? 61. 66. Six. Yeah, so maybe it's Todd Bowles saying we got to get Tom to air it out some more because we got these weapons. Yeah, or maybe Byron Leftwich can't call a good game. I mean, they were also down. They were also down eighteen to nothing in the first half. Yeah, I mean, he called the same. I mean, he won a Super Bowl. I met Byron Leftwich actually once. He pulled up to my old job and got some. Oh, see. That was See, pretty cool. that's a, it's a bias that you have for wanting. Uh, and he uh, also played against VMI when he was at Marshall too down here. So, so. But, <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but he won a Super Bowl just two years ago, three years ago. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Uh, let right. me let me throw a name out here for you. Okay. Okay. I mean, just this is gonna just like you know, he is the I believe he is the quarterbacks coach for San Fran. Yes. <laughs> That's exactly who I was looking at. Really? Brian Greasy? Stop playing. He's not the quarterback coach. He's he is something. He, he is the he is uh he is the, actually the quarterback coach. He came I out was the booth, somebody that's else, right. though. He came out the booth and went to the 49ers. Because he was a coordinator for a you while. want him, bro? Why? Because of what he's done with Brock Purdy. It's all everything that's successful in San Francisco is Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch. No one else. And D'Amico Ryan's. No one else. <laughs> See, but what about Mike McDaniel? He He's not there anymore. Win. I said yeah. currently, currently there this year. Okay, but I'm just saying that tree. Let's let's grab. Where is, did, did Mike McDaniel? Where's he at? Did he make the playoffs? Well, he had a pretty darn good year, except every time Tua got hurt. 
you know, he had to go to Bridgewater, who's going to be here next year and going to it's better than Al. But Maybe it wasn't the uh, why not the Brian Greasy? Because he's for, old, bro. There, for the, he's not for the record, forty-three maybe. I'm looking at their. I'm, I'm on the Niners no. page right now, and I'm looking through their coaching staff, and he's not even listed. He's here. like a consultant or something. He's not. That's what I'm saying. He has nothing to do with. No, the no, there he is. He is listed as their. He's got 12 years of experience as a quarterback coach. He wasn't the one I was looking at though. There was. There was. There Don't was one of these younger guys. Uh, it was either on Shanahan's, maybe it was Kansas City's that I was looking at. I, I do want oh. a younger guy. I want somebody to, uh, but but I don't think it's going to happen because Not of right all now. the reasons we said. So yeah. we're going to get one of these, you know, older ones. Maybe Brian Greasy, you know, wants that that chance. He ain't going nowhere. He's living life but, in San Fran. <laughs> yeah, Brock Purdy and you know all that good stuff. Yeah, yeah, you know. We'll see. I don't have a I don't have a particular name I'm looking for. I have this kind of the idea, like I said, that I want a younger, you know, mm-hmm. a younger guy from one of a these trees. Get the get the. I just had it up. Get the tight end coach from uh, uh, from San Francisco. But also, it's going to be easy. hard to get somebody comparable because they don't know who the hell they're going to be working for next year. Yeah, and, and like I said, that's why they're not going to get anybody. Uh, the tight end coach is Brian Flurry, by the way. Go get Mike LaFleur from New York. Fourth season with the 49ers, first as the team's tight end coach. I'm just I'm not saying he's gonna be great. I'm just saying like he's at least in their offensive house and maybe brings that kind of uh uh you know deal there. Go get uh, Ryan Flurry. Mm-hmm. I, I again I just threw out a name. I literally just had it up and I was yeah. just like who, you know, somebody Go get from Kirk Kingsbury. Get his buck back from Thailand and bring him on over here. Hey, uh, Flurry is from Towson, Maryland. Hey, hey, yeah, there, you go. there you go. Uh, oh. He has experience on both sides of the ball. By the way, he's the tight end coach uh, right now. Last year, he was an offensive quality control coach. Uh, twenty twenty was the same. He was defensive quality control coach in twenty nineteen. How old uh, is direct- he? He is where would I have his age up here somewhere? Um, bu- 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 bu. Why you gotta ask the questions? I don't have uh, handy. Well, this is very important because we're talking all about young um, guys and all young this guys, stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you're gonna have to look it up. He's got uh, 12 years of experience. Is all that it says on the the page here, and I'm not seeing. He, he doesn't exactly have a a Wikipedia article for me to pull from. Good lord, that's how way down. You, I can't, I can't endorse that. I Promote can't endorse John Matsko as offense coordinator. Uh, who, who's he's what the O line coach? Yeah, no, he should. Know. Why do you, and why do you want a guy who got uh, who couldn't take a first round draft pick and turn him into anything decent? The guy, the flurry or uh, Lafleur, Mike Lafleur. Who do yeah. you take? And he get and he get fired from the Jets. Yeah, who do you take? Zach Wilson. Because you have a defensive-minded head coach, bro. I'm telling you. That makes a difference. I really think it makes a difference. We saw it here firsthand. Scott Turner and Ron disagreed plenty of times. It's probably the reason why he got fired, because he was disagreeing so much. Think about it. All right. Michael LeFleur is only 36, so he's He's got room for improvement. Oh, Mount Pleasant, Michigan. I'll take that. Central Michigan University. See, go get him. 
Um, Sam this this is true, Tommy T. This Tommy T. As you're looking that up and reading, it, <laughs> I'm going to cut you off. You can read silently to yourself and then give us some actual good tidbits and not Michigan. Um, Tommy T. Glasses. Here, see what you got here, has, son? Uh, yeah, come on, glasses. Uh, Tommy T. I can't picture a young guy sitting in a room with Rivera and JDR for setting up game plans. And that, any, you're right, Tommy T. I I just don't. I, do. I don't see it as much as we want it. I think Scott at 40 years old was the was the lowest they're probably willing to go because well, they they need to be able to relate to them. Could you imagine Mike McDaniel's man? Let's, let's say let's say he didn't go head coach Miami. Let's say he was you know Shanahan's offensive not even coordinator because he got to be lower because Allison, you're absolutely right. No one's making a lateral move. It's not just this year. Every season, it, you just don't see coach uh, coordinators go from one coordinator position to another unless they're, you know, looking at maybe being a uh, an assistant head coach with the chance to potentially become the head coach for some other reason, right? You just rarely see lateral movements unless it's again somebody getting fired and then picked up again. Um, but you know, when you're talking, like, could you imagine Mike McDaniel being in the room with with uh, with Ron Rivera and Jack Del Rio and coming up with a plan. Yeah. Yes. You can. If it's you the last year, you have a wild imagination, Trev. If, if your career is depending on it, like Stunner said in the earlier episodes, you do whatever it takes to save your job. So go get your nephew, your, your third cousin, your great grandson, bring him in there, sit him on your lap, and let him draw up offensive plays if you're trying to save your career. It might, the office might be bad, but hey. <clears throat> It ain't gonna I'm, happen for us, but it happens other places. It I happens made my other decision. Places. What? Brian Greasy. You were all on Shane Waldron two months ago, and then you went to Ken Dorsey, and no, now no, 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 Brian no. Greasy because we looked them up. Just, no, just no, no, remember, no. Trev. We we are that was for head coach. I want those guys for head coach, not okay. OC. I want all those guys who are currently OCs as our OC. <laughs> But that's not that's not feasible. Even in Houston, go get Levy I want Brian Greasy. Yeah, that's Mike it. Michael on Michael's point here. I can picture a young guy who wants the next head coach job. Being Bingo, absolutely. And I and I can I can absolutely happen. see uh, from Patriot clips. A young guy would be willing to make that move for one year just to get the shot right. Like if you're you can't if you're talking mm-hmm. from a, a guy who who's mm-hmm. been a tight end coach for four years mm-hmm. who. If and, you know this is his chance to become offensive coordinator, they're going to take it. You got to take your shots when when you when you. So uh, if you're you so if you have a successful year, yes, you're still the offensive coordinator. What the what the new regime wants to promote you as head coach? If you have a successful year, why are you changing coaches? If you're yeah, if you're and, thirteen and four, ooh, and you have a successful, year, you're not changing coaches. You're, and, if you and, have a bad year, you're getting kicked to the curb with all the other coaches. Ooh. It doesn't make sense for a young coach to come in to bet on themselves because that's what they're doing soon. Or they're going to bet on themselves, right? They're just, but they're not going to ascend. They're going Why? to stay as offensive coordinator, okay? Because there's well, no room to ascend to. Well, most people wouldn't assume that they're going to be going from tight end coach to offensive coordinator to head coach in mm. successive years, right? You're, okay. They're going to have to be an offensive coordinator for a few years right, to prove right. that they can do it and then get picked up. Okay. So. That aside, Bring I said we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about it. I'm yeah. not going to be a liar. I realize we're an hour 44 in. <laughs> Stoner, yeah, you wanted a 
friendly debate, I suppose, on whether or not Fromm should get uh, a chance at QB1. I'm right, going to give right. you a small chance here. Okay. To talk to us about it. And I'm and in fact, I'm going to I'm going to solo you. Okay. To give us That's me what were, were you, you get rid of all thinking? this other stuff around me? I can't, Ooh, I can't all right, all right. you can't concentrate Ooh, with our with our graphics. Can I can I keep this one up? How's that? <laughs> sure. no, no, take that one off. Let's go, Stoner. Let's hear your thoughts on on Jake from competing for QB1. Okay. Jake from should never ever in the history of the world have mm-hmm. any opportunity to compete for QB1 with Washington. I just wanted to ask the question. <laughs> I just wanted some good debate out there. They signed him to their 90-man uh, roster, a futures contract. He will be, when the new year comes around, the new league year, he will be on this team and going into training camp. So he'll be at OTAs and all that other stuff. I was just curious what people thought, whether or not Jake Fromm should be given a shot. And I wanted some real kind of research or real opinion rather than he sucks or delete your account or <laughs> stop it or you know things like that. The I glass just is a smoke and something. I I was kind of I was kind of I was trolling only in this way and that people always wanted to say about Sam Howell and I wanted to compare Sam Howell to Jake Fromm because they're sent they are very similar into what they've done up to this point that's all oh my god let me get my and I just wanted to know I'm not advocating for it in any way I think Jake Fromm from what we saw on the field was gross and I don't want him anywhere near this team. But the team signed him to be at at minimum uh, camp fodder. So he's going to be there, and he will probably be the third stringer. There's a good chance that he ends up back on the practice squad and is uh, in his QB3. Yeah, metaphor going with the State Farm joke. That's what I did. When I saw that post, uh, I responded with the with the Jake, uh, Jake from State Farm GIF. Uh, and then he said no, and the owner challenged and said, "Well, why not?" Yeah, he here's why. Here's why. I got some stats. Jake Fromm with the 2021 New York Football Giants. Yeah, in three games, two games and a quarter. Three games, he yeah. completed <laughs> 27 passes yeah. out of 60. Mm-hmm. It's like 45 percent. 210 yards. One tutty and three picks. Okay. Now, here's what I'll say to that, Trev. When Sam Howell has two bad games at the beginning of the year, you better be first in line to say, get Sam Howell out of there. He sucks. He can't play. Don't give him any more chances. Sam Howell came in and beat the playoff-bound Dallas Cowboys okay. in his very first career start with one. really good stats. Uh, uh, compared uh, to Jake Fromm. Compared to Jake Fromm. Compared to Jake. I had a comma. Compared to Jake Fromm. Okay, I'm just I, saying. I, I'm, I'm, here, I'm here nodding with Trev as he's going along, and he is like, with very good stats. Ooh, man. Uh, just yeah, compared to Jake Fromm. You lost me there. 
But now, I, but look, he was a fifth rounder. Okay, right? He was a fifth round pick. Oh, I, I, as soon as I saw that tweet, I was like, when was Jake Fromm dra- fifth round? This is why Stoner's asking the question. <laughs> That's exactly why I'm asking the question because he was also a fifth rounder. And people say somebody responded, and I won't name names because I'm really ticked off at that particular person but they said they said he's been uh given up on by three teams which is a fabrication it's not true he was on he was drafted by buffalo yeah okay the giants signed him off Mm -hmm. of buffalo's practice squad to be on their active roster buffalo didn't give up on him no okay the giants gave up on him Yes. <laughs> then he came. Then he signed with Washington. Washington didn't give up on him. They signed him to a futures contract. Because so one team gave up on him. Okay, a lot of which is fine. Are. Which is fine. Again, I'm not advocating for him. I just want people to think about it rather than just saying he sucks. Well, he's got just about the same experience and stats and pedigree that. Sam Howell has. And in fact, Stunner. if you look at his his stats from the combine, they're better than Sam Howell. But all they don't he ran faster. All that. he had a great college career. Yeah, he did. So how see this is Stunner. where I disagree when it, people talk about his college stats. His college stats are mediocre. You're not going to convince me otherwise on that. And I can bring up <laughs> where he was mediocre. He had 78 touchdowns in 3 years. Okay. That's not mediocre. <laughs> Compare him to his peers. Okay. <laughs> you are like great. Whatever. 78 touchdowns. Compare him to his peers. Do that for me. In his best year. Compare him to his years that in his while he peers. Was in college. Yes. Compare him to his peers while he was okay. in college. And I'm telling you, when I'm when I'm calling him mediocre, I'm not calling him bad. Stop people. People need to stop this. Okay. When I say someone's decidedly <laughs> mediocre, which Jake from in college was deceit decidedly mediocre. I'm saying, if you look at all of the, all the QBs in division one football, he was mediocre. He, he didn't even crack the top 50 QBs and QB rating. So you cannot. Yes. Yes. Trev, right. If you're, if you were, if you were in the the 51 through 75 range, which is where I'm pretty sure he was, you're mediocre. Okay. And in in Hold the on. passing yard. Repeat that. <laughs> Repeat that. Repeat in that. 50 to 75, if you're in that range, you're how many, mediocre. How many college teams are there? Out of D1, that's what 112? Oh, now we're only doing D1. I said yeah, D1. You said that. Okay. I literally said D1. <laughs> Thank you for paying attention, Stoner. You did say that. Come on, glasses. You didn't say that. Um, and 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 then also you go to passing yardage. He was like forty something on on passing yardage. Ooh, here we go. Here we go. I found the list that he's talking about. I think 2019 college quarterback stats. No, but 2018 was his best year. 2019 was his best year passing. Mm, so out of fifty, out of fifty quarterbacks. You ready? 18 was. He ranks 46th in the passing list out of 50 quarterbacks. F- four spots ahead of Jay Duffy out of Texas Tech. What's 50? Tua, Tua out of Alabama. Nick Rourke out of Ohio. And Steven Montez out of Colorado. That was his passing How did you get 50? Because I'm on college. There's more than 50. 
College football player stats, I did it goes up to fifty. Okay, it only goes to fifty. Well, that's I mean, top fifty, I guess you could say in college. Yeah, he was, top fifty. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, to be to be not mediocre in my book, <laughs> when you're when you're talking D one schools, you gotta be Sam Howell like was 14, top, by the way on that list. Yeah, 40. and I was about to say top fifteen. That's like yeah, like if you're if you're talking about not mediocre, I'm gonna call okay. you good. I'm gonna call you good if you're like from from sixteen. Devin Hurst is on the probably forty, maybe call you good. Forty is really low though. But you mediocre as mediocre, and Jake Fromm was mediocre. Jake Fromm was bad. Go ahead. Mission accomplished. I made you all think about it rather than just saying he sucks. No, we didn't have to That's think. That's all it. I wanted to do. He sucks was the general term of us thinking about it. No, it wasn't. Yeah, no, it wasn't. When when you get a comment back in 30 seconds that says he sucks, or 45 seconds that says delete I'm, your account, I'm proving that he sucks. No, no, right? I'm proving we, it. we are now. What, what, you had to look into it. Yeah. What Stoner That's what was? I wanted you to do. Yeah. I, so Stoner was mad at one particular tweet. I I did take a little bit of offense on one tweet that was talking about the fan base in general, but it was in response to to mine where I said that Jake Fromm was mediocre in college. And it was that our fan base is uninformed and and mm-hmm. sometimes just stupid. And I was just like, ooh, okay. I'm rolling up my sleeves. I'm like, you want uninformed? I literally looked up the stats and watched him play to make an informed opinion. So I, I toned down myself, realized that on the internet, some people, you know, you can't look into tone and everything. But when I'm disregarding Jake Fromm in the QB one competition. It's not because it's he was a fifth round pick. He's on his third team or anything like that. I mean, those play a factor. It's because I've seen enough from his play Correct. in the NFL and in college to know that this guy isn't like there's there's the it factor, right? I, you can't explain it. RG three had it. I remember watch. I was actually at a game mm-hmm. in Stillwater, Oklahoma watching rg3 play and i was i was like he has it stoner can tell you leading up into that draft i told him rg3 this is a guy this is a guy you're going to want to pay attention to this is a guy we should be excited about and and because he had it right when i watch sam howell tape i i can see he has it there's something about oh come on now oh my god you can't do a sniff test you can't you can't do a sniff test and you then can't expect look me not at to do Sam it. Howell. You can't say you can't look at Sam Howell and say he has it. Yes, in, you can. In no, North you Carolina, can. nobody has you, ever what? done that. Why was he considered a number one draft pick if he didn't have it? Trev, all I gotta do is go out here on the interwebs and type in Stoner is being considered for a first round pick, and then somebody can say he's been considered for a first round pick. But they have tape to this. prove it, bro. From I love you, Joe Rockhead J. But that's the worst, the worst way to try and 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 say that he's better than he is because at one time he was considered a top draft pick. If you were considered a top top draft pick, you would have been drafted in, as a top draft pick. Jake Fromm was never considered that. Okay, that's fine. We're not talking about Fromm right now. We are. We're talking about how I'm telling you. He doesn't have watch it. If he you might watch, eventually have it, 
He has this, bro. Not you don't have. Okay, it it essentially yes, Uh, Allison. It is those intangibles. There's players who have it who might Mm -hmm. not have the others, the tangibles, right? You you have Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield has it. There's he's got that swagger, right? Taylor Heineke mm-hmm. has got Moxie. We hear this all the time that they have those pieces or they're intelligent and all this other stuff. They just don't have those physical traits. Sam Howell might not have something that makes him a QB one, but yeah. when I watch him play, there's there is something about him that gets you excited. Stoner, you have this joke all the time about oh it moved. That's what I'm talking about. That's the it factor. Is when you watch, I'm telling you, if you watch, if you watch a full, watch a few full length, not just highlights, a full full length North Carolina games. Just, just watch with Sam Howell. There's something there where it's just like, wow, this guy can really put it together. Not then. Why was? Desmond Stop Ritter and, Stop it. Stop and, it. and Malik Willis. Stop it. Malik Willis Stop has it. it. Malik Willis is an exciting player. You want Stop to see it. Malik Willis Stop kind of is that be the same successful. guy who was terrible when he oh, played. He's, the show? God, he's, he's, and sometimes again, Stoner, sometimes it doesn't translate he to the NFL. Has it, but those bro. are the guys, those are the guys that you want on your <laughs> team. You want to see them be successful. I just want to, I just wanted to clear that up. <laughs> That I'm not advocating for Jake Fromm to compete for QB1. He's going to compete for QB2, though, for sure. And by the way, I would say about 30% of folks out there want him competing for QB1. Just let me put that out there. Well, of course they did. They probably went to Georgia. Well, a lot lot of people... A lot of people uh, are kind of on the stance of Patriot Clips here. Thanks for for joining us, Patriot Clips. uh, That agree with you, Stoner. If the guy's on the roster, oh he should be able God. to compete. If not, why do you have him? And, and, and you got to fill I, roster spots. That's why I, we I, have him. I feel like <laughs> I, I understand where you're coming from with that particular statement, right? This You sign him to a future contract. Why wouldn't you let him compete? To compete for quarterback, too. And he's that's body. Stuff, okay, you're right. Maybe. Realistically, realistically, he's there to compete for the QB2 spot. Like, yeah. he's not, he's he's not going to. Camp and he's camp fodder, and, and so that's where I agree at. with that. I just wanted to know because I saw he got signed, and I was just curious as to whether people thought he should have a you know, should be able to compete because there are some comparisons. <laughs> Stoder's third to pot, so and, I, and I got roasted, and maybe fairly so. Fair, uh, but fairly a so. lot of people interpreted it as yeah. Sam, as Jake Fromm should compete for QB1. And that's not what it was at all. Yeah, I saw a lot of people really kind of leaning in on that too. A few of the quote yeah. tweets and then some some just, we'll call them sub tweets where there there are people who just tweeted out, you know, about it where like, you know, people are seriously looking at Jake Fromm at QB1. We can't take this fan base seriously or anything like that. And that's <laughs> that's not a it, read the tweet. It's not at all what was being said, but it did get people going yeah, a lot more than our QB oh rankings as far as who's going to be QB one. Just a reminder, your guy here, Nathan, did have Sam Howell at number three. If you want to see who I have at one and two, you're going to want to tune in next week Garden for issue. our next next press your luck because we will be pressing our luck again on the QB one uh, talks. We're going to be doing two a week now to make sure that we get these done before the league year so that way there's no trading or no you know 
you know, no more. We might do more than the 10 videos we have planned, but we're going to be pressing our luck. So you're going to want to take a look at that on Monday. If you haven't already, take a look at what we thought about Sam Howe being QB1. That video was released this previous Monday. Of course, we're live every Wednesday here on YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. If you're on YouTube, make sure you like the video, subscribe to the channel. Uh, we appreciate you. We do have Super Chat always open. We appreciate Command This for jumping in and given the near $10 donation they did earlier. And uh, guys, you have anything left to say? No, man. I'm they tapped out, brother. Yeah, it's yeah. been two hours and 33 yeah. seconds. So until next time. Yeah, man. Sign Jake from. Brian Greasy. Be oh a fan. God.